Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterlin. Here with you. I was just reading about the first ever wearable erection tracker it can detect if you're at risk of diseases a ringworm around the penis could help men figure out what's causing their erectile dysfunction and could even signal a deadly disease it's the first ever modern wearable erection tracker that gives clues to a man's health. Um, this is it's round, and and you would you would put it over your uh, Johnson. And uh, this thing, this thing could help you out. Johnson. While it's easy to assume, um, that erections are a signal of libido or bedroom performance, they in fact reveal a lot more about men's health, especially as. Uh, as men get older. It's called the Atom Sensor, uh, made by a company called Atom Health. It's attached to the base of the penis with a, a band, and you, and you, you wear it overnight. You, you... Oh, okay, I see. All right, so it attracts how many erections you have at night. Well, well, you're supposed to put it on your um, penis, your, your junk, Coleman. Yeah, and it is it is comfortable to wear under pajamas, and is almost unnoticeable. It counts how many erections a man has during his sleep. Yeah, that's what I just said. Nighttime erections indicate. Um, that the erection mechanism is in check even if it does not work 
once they are between the sheets. So this is this is something that 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 men put on before they go to bed. They they put it over there and 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 then it's supposed to help their health. It's supposed to be able to tell yeah what, what health issues you have. It it seems as this it, it it counts how many subconscious erections you have at night and then compares it to how many erections you have during the day. So if you do have ED and for some reason why you're conscious and awake, you can't seem to perform, maybe you have performance anxiety, maybe old man doesn't want to hop up when you wanted to, but when you go to sleep, it kind of, I guess it tracks if you have erections during like why you're subconscious. Does it, de- but my thing is how much of a part does your dreams have when it comes to your erections, does it does it take that into account? Because I'm thinking the amount of erections you have overnight is probably akin to how much you had to drink before and what kind of wild dreams you have while you're sleeping. Healthy men have an average of three to five erections per night. I can attest that I'm very healthy. Lasting up to three hours in total. I'm very healthy. That's according to... Uh, to the NHS here in our country. So uh, the, the NHS also says that whatever their cause, most doctors agree that nighttime erections are a sign that everything is in working order. Um. More often than not, men who suffer with erectile dysfunction struggle to work out why, further causing emotional or relationship stress. So this thing is supposed to help in that regard, but but it's supposed to help with other health issues as well. Um... This is fascinating, and it's a it's a little circle thing, and 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 you put it right over. Right over there, and and there, there's a band there that just makes sure it it it, it stays there, and then you, you go to sleep. Were you interested in getting one just to see how your health is doing? Well, this is a way to to check health. I I don't I don't know uh, how much one of these. Cost. This is the this is the very first ever wearable erection tracker. I don't know. You know, I, I guess I would get one because it's the healthy thing to do. But I, I I just have this fear that I would break it overnight. Well, you're pretty self confident. Yeah, aren't you? Yeah. If I have a wild dream, it's over with for this little band or whatever it is. I'm sorry. Well, uh, again, ED, erectile dysfunction, is just one of the things that this this could help with. And um, and in that regard, uh, if 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 data, the, the you know the the data says what it says. 
and, and, and it tells you what what's wrong. If if because you know as as some guys get older, you know you lose your testosterone, and and you, you some guys uh, might not be able to uh, you know be like they were when they were when they were younger. But this this could this could help with that. This could tell you if this was if this is. Um, psychological, uh, anxiety, stress. And then you get a blue pill after you figure it out, right? I just thought it was interesting. And, hey, you know, we're always looking out for your health here on, on this radio show and this radio station. Willie. I want to make sure, but I just thought you'd find it fascinating that the first ever wearable erection tracker uh, is, is now out there and it can detect if you're at risk of diseases. We've got your back. <laughs> and, and, and and your your front in this. Wee oui, wee. Oui. In this instance. All right, coming up this morning on the show. A New Orleans City Councilman just got arrested for DUI for the second time in, what, a year and a half? E- even if, if that long. Uh, th- this should have this never happened. Stay tuned for that. Um, and and we're, we're also going to tell you some things out of Baton Rouge, what some uh, people close to the LSU football team are saying when it comes to why Ed Orgeron was fired. It has to do with some ladies as well. Uh, We got a lot to get to on the show this morning. Hang out with us here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. J.O. here with you. And with regards to 
the former, well, the current, still, head football coach at LSU for another few games, Ed Orgeron, uh, announced he and the university came to an agreement that uh, this will be his final season as head coach. And we, we talked about it on the show yesterday. This happened over the weekend. Either 17 or $18 million, that's the buyout, with, with the majority of that going to, to Ed Orgeron. And, and he was the second highest paid college football coach in the United States, making a little over $9 million a year. He was behind Nick Saban at Alabama. And this was a little bit shocking to people, but since um, our show yesterday, there's been reports made by a, a few different reporters telling people why they think this relationship came to an end. And, and, you know, you know the, the first and foremost, they're, they're not winning football games. I mean, two seasons ago, they had the best college football team in America, and they won the national championship. Um, but Coach Orgeron has not been able to win without Joe Burrow as his quarterback. And and Joe Burrow, the numbers he put up a couple of years ago, the, the, pretty much the greatest numbers ever put up by a college football quarterback. They were they were unstoppable that that team on on offense and they had a good enough defense. And they won the national championship. That was 21 months ago. Last year was the COVID year. There was a lot of opt-outs. This year there were there were a bunch of injuries. Coach Orgeron never used that as an as an excuse. But he he lost more games than he won as LSU head coach without Joe Burrow. And and now there's been a few different reports coming out of Baton Rouge saying that um, his personal life was was mixing too much with his social life, uh, and or actually was mixing too much with his with his coaching life. The, someone reported that there were multiple practices where girlfriends would be in attendance. And they, they may have gotten in the way. Um, in, in other instances, children of girlfriends would, would be at practice. And, and they would take part in drills w- with, with the team. I think Coach Ogeron was divorced not that long ago. And I know over the past 
couple of years, there were some pictures on the Internet of him and, and I know at, at least one young, young younger blonde woman and some up there are saying that um, it was an issue. A source familiar with the situation at LSU said also it's one of those things where no one wanted to be there anymore. The players didn't want to play for him. The coaches didn't want to coach for him. And uh, and they're, they're, again, if, if they were winning football games, would this be a a big deal? Probably not, no. Just like the Urban Maya thing, the only only thing that only reason that little Urban Maya video was uh, viral and it caught so much flame is because he was zero and four at the time. Had he been four and zero, nobody would have cared what Urban Maya was doing in his personal life. But when you're not doing such a good job, then everybody starts looking in with a microscope trying to figure out what it is and what it could be. As you said, the reports are think are probably speculating on what it could be. Uh, why Coach O wants to peace out after this season? You know, and there's a, there's a couple of investigations that that went on into the LSU football program when it came to um, sexual assault cases with 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 players, and Ed Orgeron was named in a Title IX lawsuit last year in 2020. In the lawsuit, it said he mishandled a rape allegation. Well, I don't think that has anything to do with what's going on this year or at this point in time. I really do think it's just his record and the morality of his players and his coaches. You know, there are some people that are unhappy about that, Coleman. There there are some people that, that could say, how could your name, you know, be mentioned in mishandling a, a rape allegation, but you just kept coaching? Uh, and, and then all of a sudden, you're, you're not winning games. Now it's time for you to go. So, some some people think that. I mean, he's leaving out on on a good note, in my opinion. I mean, what they what they've given this guy, and he's going to play out the rest of the season. And you, you were talking about player morale, like they don't want, like you said, some of the coaches may not want to coach for him. Some of the players may not want to play for him. But the thing is. Shouldn't they just want to play just to play? Like, if your dream is to make it to the NFL, why should it matter who you're a coach? Under? Like, I don't want to. I don't want to play my hardest because of Coach O. Like, no. If, no matter whether you're a coach or a player, you should want to do your best anyway, just in case you want to elevate yourself to the next status. So the fact that you're playing for Coach O and he's bringing his girlfriends to the uh, practices, that shouldn't deter you from wanting to play your hardest, right? Well, you, obviously, the, you're, you're on scholarship to play college football. You should always be playing your hardest, but 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 you want to play for someone that that you that that you respect, that 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 you really want to bust bust your keister for. Um. You you know, and in, in, in all sports, we've seen it happen in professional sports where. The coach loses the team. Yeah. And and you know, when that when that happens, it it's it's hard to turn that around. 
Yeah, but there's so much going on with this LSU situation. It ha- it's, it's more than just one thing. It's a combination of things that just – it's a perfect storm of things that's happening at the wrong time, whether it's, he's losing all of his seniors, his senior players like Joe Burrow, the new class, uh, having injuries before the you know at the beginning of the season and before the season started, the whole COVID thing. And then, you you, you know, you top of that with – like you said, the the behind the scenes stuff with allegations and all that stress, and then you look how much money he's being paid compared to the results he's getting. Like all of that combined together, just makes it seem like a very uh, unvolatile, uh, a very volatile situation. But but it is pretty unprecedented in the in the sport that a coach wins a national championship in college football, and then twenty one months later him and the school separate from each other. Yep. That, that doesn't... Some people have voice and it was probably premature. I mean, look at the cars he's playing with. You know, give this guy, give this guy a, 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 an adjustment period. You know, like you said, he just lost probably the best squad he had in 2019 and now he has to recuperate from that. It might take a little while. And the spe- another speculation is even once they get rid of Coach O, whoever comes in later, are they going to regret it? Like, uh, man, we should have kept Coach O or... Man, we're better off with this guy. Uh, it's, it's so much in the future that it's unforeseen, and I'm, I, I guess I am of the opinion maybe LSU and Coach O have jumped the gun a little bit when it comes to the departing of ways. Maybe they should give him a few, uh, a few, another season at least, just to see if he could take put the pieces together, and make something happen for next season or the following season. Well, they did what they thought was best for the LSU football program, and obviously. It's very important. And, uh, you know, Joe Burrow was asked about it. I mean, he's now doing well for the Cincinnati Bengals. And he said he was disappointed in the whole situation. And he, uh, personally, he he owes Coach O, Coach Orgeron, a lot for for giving him a shot. And, And boy, did he take advantage of that shot that he was given. Um, well, well, we'll see. And, and as we mentioned, there's a, there's already a bunch of names flying around for for who's going to replace Coach Orgeron. And um, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Again, that's what makes what Nick Saban does at Alabama so incredible. It doesn't matter, I mean, who graduates, who leaves early. Year after year after year after year after year, Alabama is always, always uh, at the top fighting fighting for a championship. And, and you know, that's what, um, it'd be nice if, if, if that's what was happening in Baton Rouge. So, um but those are the those are a few things that 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 are going around in the media right now about why this relationship came to an end so soon after they were the the best in the whole country all right coming up on the show a new orleans city councilman just got arrested for the second time for dui in about a year, year and a half. The, the second time. And he, he's running currently uh, 
for for a seat on on the New Orleans City Council, but he can't he can't be a city councilor anymore. When, not when it happens twice in a year, year and a half. Uh, stay tuned for that. We we got a lot to get to on the show this morning. Hang out with us here on Bayou ninety five point seven, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou ninety five point seven, New Orleans only classic rock station. Legs from ZZ Top there. That came from their eighth album, Eliminator. And Eliminator became their biggest album ever. It it sold a gazillion copies. And they were successful in the seven albums they had before Eliminator. But, man, when, 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 when that album was released and... That, that's right around, that album came out in 1983, not long after MTV started. And uh, ZZ Top figured out how to, uh, how to do videos that, that people would like. Just put in really attractive women and really cool cars. And, and, and that worked for them. But the other thing that worked was the leader of ZZ Top, Billy Gibbons, said, all right, this is our eighth album. I, I want to do something different. I want to change our sound a little bit. And that's when he decided to add the technology to the drum sound. I mean, he was hearing different things in the early 80s, and and he, he wanted to do that. And, and, and that, like, electronic drum sound... It had some ZZ Top fans scratching their head, heads, but but rock and roll fans, music fans, they absolutely loved it. And it's it's wild when you see a band's eighth album become the biggest, most popular album that they ever made, and 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 that's what happened with uh, with with ZZ Top in in 1983. Um, the, the 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 little band from Texas. Always love ZZ Top here on Bayou ninety five point seven, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou ninety five point seven, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland, with you. And uh, this past weekend, a big strike was dodged in. Hollywood, they had about 60,000 people who work behind the scenes. They do the, they, they, they work behind the cameras. Um, and, and, and they, they wanted more money. It was the International Alliance of Theatrical stage employees and they had been asking for more money and they had gotten nothing and they've been negotiating now for a while again this is 60,000 employees the people who are responsible for what we see on television and what we see in the movies these people work behind the scenes but they they wanted more money 
They were about to go on strike yesterday. On, on Monday, they were going to go on strike. And there were a bunch of people who didn't know what was going to happen with, like, the daily television shows you see, the nightly shows that are on. Because uh, part of the 60,000 people were writers for, for for The Tonight Show and and things like that. And, and they didn't know what was going to happen. And then there was an 11th hour deal made. They, they came to an agreement on Saturday this past weekend. And um, things in Hollywood now, at least as far as television and movies go, they will... Um, they will they will keep going like 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 they have been. Every time I hear about stuff like this, like people striking for one reason or another, whether it's this or the the people that work at Ellen DeGeneres, I always think, you know what? I'm not sure what the problem is, but I would probably do their job for half the price. And that makes me want to start my own organization called the Scabs who just want a chance, right? And every time the the professionals who have you know who are unionized, they go on strike. I call up my people, just people who just want a chance and say, "Look, I know that the, your original back uh, behind the scenes crew, I know they're you know they're giving you a hard time. My crew just wants an opportunity. So whatever you, they're complaining about, you give us half of that. We just want a shot to show you what we can do, and we'll come and do all the jobs probably better than them by half the price. But as you your scab crew were going in there, Coleman. Uh, I bet you people would say things to you. They they may throw things at you and, and, and things like that. As long as the check clears, I don't care. <laughs> Give me the money. Because <laughs> it, it always bothers me when people who are in positions that I'm in complain about the position. They're like, I want this and I want that. And I'm like, no, I just want an opportunity. I'll earn that later. So, yeah, I'm a strike chaser. Every time I hear about a strike, I want in on it. And, and I saw some famous names uh, take to Twitter, social media, and say congratulations uh, to these workers, the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees, for uh, for not backing down and standing up. Uh, they 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 wanted more money. They they threatened a strike. The strike almost happened. Again, what would have happened if they all went on strike? To to some of the TV shows that that people watch on a, on, on a daily basis. Well, that, that happened before. They had a writer's strike right around the time DVDs were just coming into they play. They did? And, and what they did was they just hired scab writers. That's exactly what they did. The, the Daily Show and stuff like that, they hired scab writers for a temporary amount of time. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, they just weren't happy. They they they, they wanted some more money, and, and they felt that the previous contracts allowed their employers to force them to work excessive hours, uh, deny them reasonable rest via meal breaks, and uh, didn't give them enough time in between shifts. Aww. Uh, and look, look, I'm sure they do all right. I don't know exactly what, what they make, Coleman, but, you know... People that have had those jobs for a long time, they, they felt that they deserved uh, better treatment. And that's fair. <laughs> Smith Lab from Folsom says, Scabs who just want a chance? Pencils for poor people. Hey, pencils for poor people. That was our old nonprofit that I used to have. I saw so many 
shady nonprofits and nonprofit organizations here in New Orleans set up by 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 shady people who would get arrested and and they would spend that nonprofit money uh, on themselves and not on the the people who they said they were going to spend it on. I saw so much of that here. I decided to start my own shady nonprofit, and that's what it was called, Pencils for Poor People. But the difference between mine is, I told you mine was a shady nonprofit organization. I still have the T-shirt and some of the pencils. And, uh, yeah, our, our shady nonprofit organization was Pencils for Poor People. Um. Because we figured if more poor people had pencils, there wouldn't be as many poor people. Yeah. But for future references, right quick, uh, Hollywood, if you're listening, if anybody wants to strike cameramen, behind-the-scenes crew, post editors, uh, the boom mic operators, just call me. I'll come do it. 50% off. You, so you'd be a scab? Hell yeah. Hey, Coleman, it's good to, good to know about you. Um, so uh, at least good news for the 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 behind the scene workers in Hollywood. They came very 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 close to to going on strike, but they didn't. And now they're they're back to work. Coming up next, it's this morning's Big O. A New Orleans city councilman just got arrested for DUI for the second time in what a year year and a half. Uh, stay tuned for that here on Bayou ninety five point seven, New Orleans only classic rock station. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. John Osterland here with you. And since it's a few minutes after 7, it's time for this morning's Big O. Oh. I could not believe when I saw this yesterday. And I saw this yesterday morning right at the end of our show. This is when... This made news. New Orleans City Councilman Jared Brissett got arrested late Sunday night, early yesterday morning. And he was charged with DUI. This is his second DUI in the last year, year and a half, he he had gotten one driving on Elysian Fields Avenue, and and we we mentioned it on our show. Where he 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 crashed his city-owned vehicle, and then and then there was someone who lived right near there when that happened. And the person who lived there ran out into the street with his cell phone and and video recorded Councilman Jared Brissett. Hey, hey, we're yeah. trying to, we're trying to, we're trying to, we're trying, hey, we're trying, we're trying to, we're trying to resolve the issue. 
that was the councilman then. And he was able to put that arrest. He came to an agreement where if he if he if he took certain steps that that DUI could get expunged. And evidently he was taking those steps, going to rehab, things like that. But then on Sunday, he was, during the day, he was seen drinking alcohol here in the city. And then late Sunday night, Early Monday morning, it was after midnight, it was it was about two o'clock, two thirty in the morning. He was found passed out in the driver's seat of his running vehicle at a market, right down the road from where he got arrested for DUI for crashing his car on Elysian Fields. A year, a year and a half ago, he, he he was right down the road, and then evidently somebody saw him passed out in, in in the parking lot there. He was in the driver's seat, the running car. Called police. New Orleans police showed up, and they and they got him out of the car, and. He didn't do well with his field sobriety test, and then he refused to 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 take a a blood test, or he he refused to to do anything like that. And uh, he was he was arrested for the second time. And and again, about a year, year and a half for for D, DUI. He he's was running again in the election, which is now less than a month away in November coming up. But there, there there's no way that he could continue to be a uh, New Orleans city council member. I mean, I mean, when you when this happens twice. Over the course of, of of a year, year and a half, he obviously didn't learn what he was supposed to learn, and it and it happened again. And and as we sit here in the year twenty twenty one, driving under the influence, you you you, you just can't do it. Well, he said he wasn't going to do it again, right? I, I uh, did what I had to do. I made a mistake. I uh, did not run from it. Uh, I'm human. Uh, I addressed it. I'm a stronger man today than I have ever been before. And that has been uh, one of the most humbling experiences in my life, Sabrina. Uh, and I am uh, most grateful that I could, um, you know, bring somebody else along the way. I'm glad that is uh, behind me. Uh, and uh, it won't happen ever again. And that was Bruce said before. That was Friday. 
He did that interview Friday. That's from our friends at Fox 8 here in New Orleans. He, he did that interview on Friday, and then on, on, on Sunday, he was seen drinking during the day, and then late Sunday night, early Sunday early Monday morning, that's when he was found asleep, passed out in the driver's seat of his running vehicle in that parking lot on Elysian Fields Avenue. You know what's funny? If he'd have just took the keys out the ignition, we probably wouldn't even hear about this because that's the difference between whether he was driving under the influence or he was just passed out drunk in uh, a vehicle which is considered to be an extension of your home as long as the keys are not in the ignition and the car isn't running. So if he'd have just had the wherewithal to just take his keys and put it in his pocket, he could have laid in the parking lot all night, and it wouldn't have been an issue. Well, he he was drunk, and he didn't he didn't realize that. And and this person, not only shouldn't be a a city councilman here in New Orleans, he shouldn't be driving around. I'm surprised he was able to bond out of jail yesterday. W- when he did. Because as someone who lives in this city, I don't feel safe with this guy on the streets. Again, his second driving under the influence charge in in a year or so, a little more than a year, a second DUI for a sitting member on the New Orleans City Council who is running again for a city council seat in less than a month. This text says, why can't he run again? Jason is the DA, and he's under tax investigation. Our district attorney, yeah, Jason Williams, <coughs> he's former former New Orleans city councilman. He, he's got uh, something he's going to have to deal with. That's going to be right in the new year. His trial for being a, being a tax sheet. Our district attorney, his trial for being a tax sheet is is going to get going in January. Um. And and I, I I know a couple of the other members of the New Orleans City Council. They they released a statement yesterday. And and they said that um. Jared Brissett obviously has a disease. It has to be treated as a disease. He just likes to drink a lot, and they and they and they want him to 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 get better. And they also said that the the city council business will will continue going on. Um, this text said this is actually his third DWI. He got one in Florida in two thousand six. Two thousand and six, he did get one in in Florida then. So now this is this is number three, and. Helena Moreno is the president of the New Orleans City Council. She, look, I don't want to sound like a gringo. Let me let me say that right. Helena Moreno. And and when she, along with another city council member, you know, said they 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 hope he can get his his disease under control. Um. You know, most people you think when they have a disease, it's not going to put other people's lives at stake that disease unless it's contagious um this this i i i can't believe he did this again 
<clears throat> and look, I know I, I, I and Coleman, we, we love to go out and have a good time. You cannot, you cannot drive drunk. Not, not anymore. You, 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 I mean, you should have never done it, but now with, with Uber and Lyft and, and, you know, ride shares, there is absolutely no excuse for doing this again, especially when you're a city council member. And now the fact that this New Orleans city councilor is, is out on the streets makes all of our lives less safe. This text says, we need to stop thinking of elected officials as the best of us and realize they're the most representative of us. And I know I brought this point up a few times every time we talk about some of the people that we've elected. There are there's somebody out there right now that when they hear about Brissette's story, they can relate to it and they feel like, you know what? I trust him more because he seems like a regular human being. There's some people right now, like I know as horrible as the situation is, there's somebody out there who probably has a DUI too. Like, you know what? That's my kind of guy. He's going through the same troubles I have. He's going through the same things. They're They're relatable. You know, when we talk about some of the things the DA has done and some things other elected officials have done, there are people in our city that would vote for them just because they have a human experience. Like, I can relate to that. I've, I've been in that same position. I've had trouble with my taxes, too. I've had trouble with this, too. And that makes them more human. But the fact that this happened to him twice in a year or so, no, no he's, he's, his days as a New Orleans city councilor have to be over and, and what, what kind of political future could he, could he possibly have when, when, when he can't take control of his own life, how is he supposed to make other people's lives better by, by making laws and voting on laws and, and, and things like that? If you're listening right now, Texas, do you, do you feel like me? I'm, I'm surprised and I'm upset that he bonded out of, of, of jail so quickly here in New Orleans after getting his second DUI in a little over a year. Um, do you agree with me? Do you think he should still be behind bars? Because as someone who lives here, I don't feel safe with Jared Brissett out on the streets. Uh, text us, 504-260-9595. Keep your text short. One or two sentences. If it's good, we'll read it coming up next on the show. And please never text while you're driving. Um, something else you shouldn't do while while you drive. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. According to a new survey, 27% of Americans believe God influences sports. Of those, 80% believe God has forsaken the Detroit Lions. Coming up next, your texts on should New Orleans City Council member Jared Brissett have been let out of jail yesterday after he got arrested for DUI for the second time in the last year or so, third time in his life. I don't feel safe walking or driving around the streets of New Orleans with that guy out there.
Your text on that next here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. John Osterlin with you. If you're just joining us, this morning's Big O segment is about how New Orleans City Councilman Jared Brissett just got arrested for DUI uh, for the second time uh, in a little over a year. And this happened um, late Sunday night, early yesterday morning. He's running again for a city council seat in an election that is less than a month away. And look, you get you get arrested for T, two DUIs in in a year and a half. You you need to get your life in order. You you have no business having a say in other people's lives. But but by making laws, by voting on laws, by by doing things like that, when you can't control yourself enough to not drink and drive. I mean, twice in a year and a half, I was surprised that they bonded, they let him bond out of jail here in New Orleans yesterday. Uh, I don't feel safe. As someone who lives here, I don't feel safe with this guy out on the street. He obviously didn't learn. Uh, when he got arrested in 2020, and then he gets popped again uh, yesterday morning. And so I asked you to text us, do you agree with me that this guy shouldn't have been able to bond out of jail? The streets of New Orleans are not safe with this city council member uh, driving around. This first text says, no, he should not still uh, be behind bars. Jail's, jail does not fix any addictions. But to keep me safe while I'm hanging around the streets of New Orleans. This next text says, I feel safe with him. This text says, at least his problem is treated. What about all the other crooks that are running in this city? Yeah, he, <laughs> no, he, he says at least his problem can be treated. That's what he said. Yeah, he's uh, he's not the only one. MD says, lawmakers must adhere to the law. He must go. This text says, just because he has three DUIs doesn't affect his job uh, to the people of New Orleans. Wait a minute. The the fact that he has three DUIs, Texter, because he got one in 2006 in Florida. The, the fact that he has three DUIs tells you he cannot control his own life. He, he can't. He, he he can't how is he supposed to uh tell other people what's good and and what's better for their lives being a lawmaker being a New Orleans city council member when when he he can't even can take control of his own life that's that's, that's the, the problem this text says don't mix his personal life with his councilman job Mark Mandeville says, poor decision, poor decision making should not be rewarded. He needs to go. Blair says, we're not perfect. None of us. No, and no, no, none of us are perfect. But but you can't you you can't be an elected official 
and maintain your job when you've been arrested twice for DUI in a, in a little over a year, and you've been arrested three times for DUI in, in your life. You, you, you should have no say over anyone else's life when you can't control your own life. This one says, we let murderers out the next day. Why not DWI people? <laughs> this text says, relatable. Are you joking? I have no DUIs. I pay my taxes. I expect my elected city officials to uphold the laws that I have to uphold on a daily basis. I understand that, but like I said, there are some people out there, not the majority, I hope not the majority, that look at cases like this and see elected officials as human beings, and that makes them more relatable to some people. Some people are attracted to that, t- to that type of stuff. Kevin in Slidell says, if he gets another one, he's going to prison. Don't ask how I know. And his last one says, it's New Orleans. No one stays behind bars. Yeah, well, there's a, there, there is a revolving door of justice here in this city. Um, and look, I, I, I hope this guy can, can get his life straightened out, but he has absolutely no business not only being a member of the New Orleans City Council, I don't think he has any business on the streets this morning uh, after he obviously didn't learn anything from from being arrested in 2020 for DUI on Elysian Fields Avenue. And then when he was arrested uh, yesterday morning, he was uh, only right down the road from where he crashed his city-owned vehicle in that D- DUI case in 2020. He was only right around the corner. He was, it, it, was, it was after 2 in the morning yesterday, uh, and he was at a, at a market. He was parked in the parking lot. He was sleeping, passed out behind the wheel of his car with the with the keys in the ignition, and the engine was running. And uh, again, obviously, you you want this guy to to be able to get his life under control, but but he is he is a menace to 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 all of us who live in the city of New Orleans or spend any time here in the city of New Orleans. The streets aren't safer with Jared Brissett, the city council member, out uh, and driving around in his car. We appreciate the texts. Thank you very much. We always enjoy your texts. Send them to us uh, throughout our show. Doesn't matter what we're talking about. If you got something to say, keep it short, one or two sentences. Never text while you're driving. And uh, text us at 504 260 uh, 9595 here on Bayou 95.7 New Orleans only classic rock station 95.7 New Orleans only classic rock station good morning jo with you and that was some monday night football game last night the buffalo buffalo bills were dominating the tennessee titans but tennessee came back and beat them and not very many people picked Tennessee in our King of the Bayou football challenge. And uh, right now, Bryce is is leading our competition <laughs> by one game over 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 Nicholas, Glenn, Justin. And will 
That's pretty close. It, it's very close. And if you haven't gotten involved, if you haven't registered to be in our King of the Bayou, whoever picks the most NFL winners each week wins $50 to spend at Zapardo's Family Market in Metairie. So you could still win every week, even even if you missed the beginning of the season. Um, for the for the grand prize winner, we've got six thousand dollars worth of prizes, including a, a, a diamond ring, a sixty-five inch flat screen high definition television, an autographed Drew Brees Saints jersey, an autographed Drew Brees football. Good stuff. And when it comes to the Bayou crew, it's really close up at the top. Uh, Ginty, Ginty, he's uh, he's in first place right now by by one game over Coleman, and by two games over me. I'm so upset about that because I didn't go with my instinct. My instinct was to go. Uh, with Tennessee, because I know this chick at the bar, she's from Tennessee, and that's how I picked that. But then I thought about Bills. The Bills always come in the mail. The Bills never fail. So I went, yeah, the Bills always come through more than chicks do, so I'm going to roll with the Bills. And I didn't follow my instinct and missed that one game, John. See, that's how Coleman makes his picks. That's why I can't believe he's one game ahead of me right now. Well, Ginter, he chooses it based on his favorite color. He He picks on his team based on which color he prefers. And I'm upset with Ginty because let me, I've, I've been on the leaderboard number one for a few weeks. I didn't make a big deal about it. I didn't brag about it. I'm just going to roll the season. Ginty got this one week, and all of a sudden he's all on Twitter and Instagram with, with crowns on, showing the king card, bragging about how he's on. The, he's the king of the bayou now. He's all on the, on the radio show yesterday do, talking about how he's the king. And I think he's doing it because he knows I'm on that ass, so he needs to celebrate now because I didn't like that. I'm like, dude, why are you making such a big deal about it? Yeah, it's a long season, and, and you got to be careful what you say during during the season. I mean, I won this thing last year when it came to the Bayou Crew, and I plan on winning it again this year as well. Yeah, but you're cool and you mellow about it, right? Well, it's it's a long season. You exactly. Don't, you know, you don't you don't say anything. Ginty act like he won already. I'm gonna have to take him down a peg. I'm coming for that ass, Ginty. Ginty. Yeah. So sign up at our website if you haven't gotten involved in this yet. Like I said, even even if uh, you you you're, you get in late each week, we still give the person who picks the most winners no point spread. All you got to do is just pick the winner. Uh, wh- whoever does that gets fifty dollars to spend at Zapardo's Family Market. Um, go and register; it's free. Don't cost nothing. On our website at Bayou nine five seven dot com. Yeah, our 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 website's really cool, by the way. Right next to our King of the Bayou, where you can where you can register to do this and play, and this is so much fun to to play with a, a few of your friends, um, coworkers. It, it's it, it's a lot of fun. All the work is done. All you got to do is, is 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 go pick pick the winners and, and, and everything pops up in front of you right after the week. It's, it's really exciting. And, and on our website, 
that's uh, that, that's right next to a, a story that we were talking about yesterday about how a woman went to get a buttocks tattoo and she had gas and the, ne- and the next thing you know her tattoo artist uh, who was smoking a cigarette while he was giving her a tattoo uh, he, he caught on fire yeah, a, a, a woman's fart set somebody on on fire uh, we got a lot of cool fun stuff on our on our website byu957.com Speaking of which, have you heard from Gail Benson? I see on the website you had you made another video for Gail Benson. Any word? Uh, did anybody slide in your DMs? Uh, I asked out Gail Benson. Uh, I have not heard from her. We got to try harder, John. We got to try harder. I'm not giving up on this, dude. I think you have a chance. So, well, I'm giving it a shot. Hey, speaking of football, did you did you see? Tom Brady just told a story about how he was in a tough predicament at uh, a Super Bowl party. Um, he, he's, he's got three children. Jeez. Two of them, two of them are with Giselle, his, his wife, and he has one son that he had with a woman who he was dating before he was with Giselle. And he was at a Super Bowl party with, um, this was in, this was two years ago, in, in 2019, with his then 11-year-old son, Jack. And, and the, the Super Bowl party was rapper Snoop Dogg's Super Bowl party. Tom Brady said, quote, it was midnight, it was in our hotel, so we had this special spot on the stage. Snoop had a pole up, and there was some girls. They were clothed, but at the same time, there was a pole, and my son, his 11-year-old son, he had his eyes open, and he was listening to music. And I said, I said, Jack, son, cover your eyes. He goes, Dad, I'm good. I'm good. Tom Brady said, it's 2 in the morning, and we are having the time of our life. And I'm like, holy cow, if he tells his mother, I ain't going to see this kid for a long time. He knows his mother wouldn't be happy that their 11-year-old son was at a, at, a, at a Snoop's Super Bowl party with a stripper pole, and, and there were there were girls with clothes on, women with clothes on, all, all all over the place. So hanging out with Snoop and the girls were the top priority, not smoke weed every day, because we all know how Snoop gets down at a party. Yeah, but. Um, that's not what Tom Brady was worried about. <laughs> no, the cannabis is cool, but watch out for those young ladies shaking their derriere. I just thought that was a wild story. How, um, he, he, you know, he, he, he's thinking that uh, if 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 his son's mother finds out <laughs> about about where he was, that um, <laughs> Tom wouldn't wouldn't be seeing him as much as he. As he wants to. 
I mean, we're talking about it now, so we're not doing him any favors. But you see, you see Tom Brady, and you think his life is perfect when you when you look at his his wife, his job, his success at both uh, his job and when it came to to, to marrying someone. Um, you don't you don't think that that guy has many many problems, at least problems like you and I have, but but here he was in a situation where his. Well, what I've learned is, uh, John, no one is immune to becoming Florida man. As soon as he got to Florida, he already had problems going to, going to the wrong houses, practicing in parks where he wasn't supposed to. You can't run from the Floridas. Tom Brady is a Florida man again. Yep. Somebody requested it. Hey, when you talk about the butt tattoos, you should have played. He's on fire. There you go. Text him. There's a lot of interesting stuff on our website. Um, I, I I love our new website. When you when you when you get a minute, uh, check it out. Buyu957.com. And the Saints, uh, who had a bye this past week, they get back to action. Uh, Monday night in Seattle against the Russell Wilson-less Seattle Seahawks. So it's uh, it, 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 this is uh, this is some football season, and um, I, I expect the Saints to win this coming Sunday on the road in Seattle, going up against their backup quarterback, their QB two. I expect that. All right, coming up on the show, I still got the dumbest thing I I read all morning. Wait till you hear also about the fish that this fisherman caught. I had to do a triple take when I saw I said, there's no way this guy caught this. Stay tuned for, for those coming up here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only. Classic Rock Station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Talk about a massive drug arrest on Sunday, two days ago. Five tons of cocaine worth $232 million were seized by Portuguese authorities. was on a... um, was on a boat, more than five tons of cocaine were seized off of a 79-foot yacht by Portuguese authorities in the Atlantic Ocean two days ago. This is one of the uh, biggest drug busts ever. And the sailing yacht was boarded by police with the help of the Portuguese Navy and Air Force. They found 183 bales of cocaine. $232 million worth of cocaine. Three guys got arrested. Wow. Yeah, I guess those three guys weren't able to tell cops... This is just for me. This is just this, this is just for 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 my head stash. I guess they just had to start investing in submarines. I mean, that much that much coke could afford a submarine, right? But you think, Coleman, when you see an arrest like this, 
you, you think of, of a couple of things. How much more is out there that they, that they don't find? And, you know, these three guys are probably going to want to stay in, in, in jail uh, because when they when they lose two hundred and thirty two million dollars worth of worth of cocaine, they they gotta they gotta answer to somebody for that. <laughs> you would you would think, but wow, five tons of cocaine. You know we wouldn't have problems like this. They just make drugs legal. Yeah, they. I, mean, I know. Um, they, they, you know, too many people have have. They, they can't control themselves. Well, they, you could say the same about alcohol. And gambling, and sex, and television, and McDonald's, and coffee. You can, it goes on and on and on. Yeah. Certain people just can't handle themselves. Some people are addicted to playing bingo, but hey. Wow, a, a massive drug bust. Coming up um, next on the show, I got the dumbest thing I read all morning. And this one man... Uh, did a couple of things. He did he did two things that were so dumb. He got arrested for both of them. Um, we'll we'll tell you about this ridiculousness next here on Bayou ninety five point seven, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou ninety five point seven, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, J O here with you tomorrow on our show. We're going to have comedian Jim Jeffries. He's going to be in town Thursday night performing at the Sanger Theater. Uh, We'll have him on the show tomorrow morning. Right now it's time for the dumbest thing I read all morning. Florida man just released from jail for twerking for police and self. Is now arrested for pleasuring himself with an ice pack in front of first responders who were treating him for breathing issues. <clears throat> that was a lot to take in. A Florida man has been arrested for pleasuring himself with an ice pack while first responders were on call to assist him with breathing issues. <clears throat> Terry Majors of you idiot Pinellas County Florida was arrested and charged with exposure of sexual organs which is a misdemeanor in Florida it is he called 911 because he was experiencing shortness of breath once the EMT crew arrived he removed his clothing and began pleasuring himself with an ice pack in the presence of first responders. Um, and the first responders, they did decide to press charges. Now, he had just get, gotten out of jail after serving a one-year sentence on felony drug charges for selling crack cocaine to an undercover cop and he was twerking for the cop <laughs> while he was selling him the the uh, the crack cocaine. This guy's this got great. issues. This guy's great. 
I mean, when the last time you bought something and the person you bought it from twerked for you? Other than a strip club. That's customer service, right? Yeah, that's a little bit uh, extra. I mean, I would love to go to a, to a drive-thru right now and ask the person handing me the barbecue sauce to do a little twerk or something, or maybe a, a boob flash. I think that would be be awesome. I'm trying to think of these the, the, these two different arrests. You know, first, he got arrested for selling the, the, the cop's crack while he was twerking. He does a year in jail for that. He gets out of jail, and right after he gets out of jail... He calls 911 because he has breathing issues. 911, what's your emergency? And when, when, when EMS shows up, he then um, he whips it out. And he, and, he, and he starts pleasuring himself. Well, he didn't stay out of jail very long. Uh, ice pack, though, dude. Oh, I, I'm trying to... No, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. You know, we do this segment every show, and there are some days I, I literally get a headache because my head hurts from reading this because it's it's so dumb. And and of course, where does this guy live? Florida. He's a he's a Florida man. Makes me wonder if he, if he was twerking to real music or he was twerking to the music that was inside of his head as he was selling the. The UC's crack. That would explain a lot. Well, the Florida man, and by the way, why is a why is a man twerking? I, I thought I thought that that's pretty much for for women, or or does that go both ways? Anybody can twerk if they have the skills and ability. It looks better when women do it. I was gonna it. say, I guess it's just more fun watching when 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 it's a woman twerking. I'm quite sure there's some women out there that would love a man to twerk for them. Well, the Florida man who was just released from jail for twerking for police and selling them crack. And then just right after he got out of prison for that, he got arrested for pleasuring himself with an ice pack in front of first responders who were treating him for breathing issues. That's the dumbest thing that I read all morning. You are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.